Renew your mind. I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal. Be encouraged. This is my favorite program. Pastor Kong is just so real. Hot seats, hot seats. Nourished in the word. The question and answers are spot on. Pastor Kong, we love you. This is the best. Something new is brewing. Hi, this is Pastor Kong. I want to invite you to sit back, relax, and have a cup of coffee with me. Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions and in the process be well equipped to understand about life, faith and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong He is the senior pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore. And ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week, answering emails that come into us at connect at cityradio.sg. This series of shows will be called 3-in-1 Coffee, where we put together three episodes or emails of the same topic, which have been covered through the years. Oof, this episode is a fun one. You've clicked on the play button clearly because the title is big. I mean, it says it all, right? Is singlehood a good or bad thing? Is it predestined? What? (laughs) I mean, you're single, you're tuning in. This is good stuff. And I promise you, you would want to consume the entire three-in-one coffee cup that we have brewed for you. Sit back. Relax and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Okay, Pastor, I got a question and the title, I'll say it out front right now. The title of my topic today is on singlehood. Wow. Hmm. An email came to us, connect at cdradio.sg from our good friend David. And it says, hi, Bernard and uh, CD Radio team. I think this would be in some of the listeners' minds who are at the moment single and not in a relationship. We perhaps can see sometimes the typical parents would ask their son or daughter to get married and have kids to continue the family line, maybe which can end up to be a pressure sometimes. <laughs> uh, here are some questions that I've thought about. Question number one, is singlehood a good or bad thing and why? And then he continues, he says, how do we manage singlehood, especially when it comes to breaking up in some instances from our partner after a period of dating or hanging out with the other person. Pastor, I put this one question because he's got three, four questions, but this is his first question. So Pastor, uh, the first question is, is singlehood a good or bad thing and why? Okay, Jesus says that not all are called to be single, but some are are called to a life of celibacy. It's a special grace, a special gift of God. So if you're not called to be single all your life, Mm. then after you go through a period of singlehood, you should really think about getting married. Now, Mm. I'm a proponent of early marriage, but I want to be honest with you. Mm. My wife's son doesn't think that you should rush into marriage. Now, I think somewhere along that line, it is it is true. You got to have a balance, you know. Wow. Personally, I, I prefer a person will get married between twenty or twenty-five years old and I can back it up with a lot of biological reason and sociological reason. <laughs> and you know and that was a quick one, Yeah, that's that's a, that's quick, a quick one. Javin. <laughs> but but to son, son, my wife's son feels hmm. You should marry some. You should not be pressured into marriage. You should marry the right person when God brings the person to you. Wow. 
and you know to son especially to all the girls she always feel you should not compromise on your your standards or your value don't marry down wow so, yeah that's wow. what she says yeah okay. okay so somewhere between me and my wife i think that would be the range okay. <laughs> okay so singlehood is a good time for you to grow and to develop but i feel that you should not if you are not called to be a celibate you should not wait too long to start dating mm. and start praying for a marriage partner good i pastor i think you've answered his question number 2 his question actually number 2 is is singlehood predestined so you kind of answered that yeah. part right question number 3 what types of activities are ideal for singles who are looking to get into a relationship wow this is a tough question what type of activities are ideal for singles coming to church serving god together hmm. you know having fellowship just don't go don't on rush. don't yeah. rush yeah. don't don't go on single dates then again if it happens yeah happens. happens yeah 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 and don't mislead people into thinking that that you are you're ready for relationship when you're not that is good pastor yeah. that is good yeah. pastor is question number 4 okay this is a bit difficult uh, for me to even read it out it says for those who hate being single what is the best way to make a relationship with a partner to last huh sorry so for those of i think for to those who l a s t l a s t yeah yes. last <laughs> okay not last It's last <laughs> Momentarily I, I got shocked I gotta watch my language <laughs> Okay Ask the question again Okay So for those who hate being single yeah. What is the best way To make a relationship With a partner to last? So are you married Or not married? I think the answer is Not married Not married Okay I This might This might guideline but again if you ask me okay. and you ask my wife I'll put my iPad down pastor yeah if you ask my wife she may give a different answer but if you ask me yes i think if you are dating somebody mm. and after 2 years there is no proposal for for marriage there is no date set i think it's time to break off wow <laughs> yeah i think so because You know, why do you want to go on year after year after year mm. for such a long time? Yes. With somebody who's not willing to commit? Wow. And I mean, okay, pastor, at least there should be some talk about it and some planning. There about. should be some planning, there should be some date set. Ah, uh, some dates. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, you know, you know, and I I know in 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 Singapore or in a big uh metropolis where they talk about well, we need to earn money first, we need to have a house, we need this, we need that. Hey, the the bottom line here is this. Mm. You know, I mean, you're not going for a financial merger. You're, you're getting married. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, and I have seen too many sad stories of people that have gone on for 10 years, 8 years, 10 years, 12 years, and then later they broke off. That and is a sad then, story. Yeah, and then they real realize that their youth's gone. Yeah. And it's very hard to start all over again. Yes. Yeah, so my advice, practical advice, you know, if If I have a daughter and my daughter is dating somebody and after two years of serious dating, going steady, there's no date set, I would tell her, break off. Mm. Wow. Don't waste your time. I like your style, Pastor. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And I think I think also it's because, Pastor, you've been in the ministry for so long. You've seen so many. Yeah. So and many and yeah, counsel literally thousands upon thousands. Yes, but Pastor, we must always end on a high, on a good note. On a good note. Yes, on a good note. Pastor, I tell you honestly, you know this topic, singlehood. I was actually hoping to, you know, talk with Mrs. Kong, 
actually because she actually gave one I don't know if, if Sun ever shared with you Pastor I'm going to say this on air she was at Magical Connection like last year and 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 it was amazing she gave she was magical really <laughs> it was magical and she said this like I tell you I quote from her she says that if you're not whole as a single you'll not be whole as in when you're married correct oh man that was that was so good tweetable tweet tweet worthy tweet worthy if you're not whole as a single just said i promise you you will not be whole when yeah, you're married because because nothing magical happens when you exchange your vows you you go into marriage the person you are before marriage so if if you are messed up after you exchange your vows you'll still be messed up yeah you bring your mess into your marriage <laughs> yeah wow and pastor i tell you that, that day was actually my first time hearing her preach oh ever she's a good speaker huh she's very good pastor yeah i should put her on on, on coffee kong one day coffee yeah, you with must Mrs. Kong. yeah you must and then i have to name that 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 program kong cha right <laughs> <laughs> you say that before yeah so, because son don't take coffee right no no coffee <laughs> She's not a coffee lover. Yes, pastor. And, and she's every day she's telling me I'm drinking too much coffee. I want to leave you with Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18. The Lord God said, "It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him." So if you are single and you know that God has not called you to be a celibate, I pray that you will find a right partner, whether is it a man or woman, that will bring you tremendous joy and together both of you will walk into the will of God into the destiny that God has for you. God bless. How was that episode? Good stuff, right? Well, the next one is an interesting topic. I mean, we all talk about it. Young or old, we talk about it. Platonic friendships or relationships. Now, is it possible for two people of the opposite sex to have a real intimate friendship? compadre buddy buddy i know you so well i can complete your sentences kind of relationship and remain purely as friends is it possible enjoy this one hi ben good to be on the show again yes, and pastor. i'm having my starbucks coffee okay pastor i got to ask you how far are you with this coffee like almost uh, done no actually it's about half half Yeah, today I got a little bit of a sore throat. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I ate Popeye chicken. Yes. Oh, that's the best. Oh man, but the you know the oil. That is the so, best. So after that, I got a little bit of a sore throat. That's right. <laughs> Pasta is okay. You 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 know you're allowed to you know have a bit of sore throat once in a while. Yeah, occupational hazard, <laughs> right? Yeah. Pasta, today I got this my one of my favorite topics. Okay. I was so glad you know that somebody wrote in. Okay. And the topic is called platonic. Relationship. <laughs> I, I I've never asked you this question in 176 episodes. I've never asked you. So it all depends how do you define platonic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it all depends on that. Okay, <laughs> because it, it, your definition <laughs> would would determine whether it's all right or not all right. Is that right, Pastor? Yeah. Okay, Pastor. It says here in an in an email to us, connect at cdradio.sg. It says, dear Bernard, thank you for answering me the other time. The reply from Pastor has been very helpful. The other day at Cell Group Fellowship. We had a discussion about platonic friendship, and we could not derive at a conclusion. As a cell group, and then the person puts here W two seven nine. Wow, wow! Blatantly revealing the Blatant, cell group. No, because <laughs> I think it's an intelligent question. Okay. Yeah, W two seven nine. We would like to hear what Pastor has to say about the idea of platonic relationship. The question here, big question. 
can platonic friendship really exist between two opposite genders? And will the relationship remain purely as one without any romantic feelings? Big question mark. We would love to hear pastor's response to this. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Regards, Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> pastor, that I, is a hot seat question. Pastor, I did some work, uh, some homework, you know. Yeah. So, so I, w- I went to Google. Yeah. And Google says that you know the definition of platonic is actually it's of love or friendship, intimate and affectionate, but, but not sexual. <laughs> so people would say like their relationship is purely platonic. Okay, vocabulary.com says platonic describes a relationship that is purely listen to this spiritual and not physical. If a guy and a girl hang out all the time but aren't boyfriend and girlfriend, they describe their friendship as platonic. So pastor like what you say, how you define it will be how you would understand it. Yeah, even let me tell you I I, I years ago mm-hmm. I saw one definition. It is a romantic relationship without sex. Yeah, that's that's wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's that's too funky for me. <laughs> okay. How do you answer that? I think you got to look at this from different angles, just like many things in life. And it's not black and white. Yes, yeah, true. It's a little bit gray. Yes. And it depends on many factors. Okay. It depends on the definition, your definition of platonic. Okay. It also depends on even if it's just love among friends, what kind of love? <laughs> okay. Even if it's intimacy and affection among friends, what kind of intimacy and affection? Okay. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You, we do know that when you show affection to a, a little boy, a little girl, mm. it's quite different when you show uh, affection to a boyfriend, girlfriend, or to a wife or mm. husband, okay. or yes. to a father, mother. So it's, it, all, it all boils down to definitions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's number one. Another thing you need to take note of is that the Bible says, we go back to the Bible in okay. Genesis chapter 2. Mm. Um, it says that that a man must leave the father and mother and cleave Cleef. to yes. the wife. Mm. So there is a concept of there's a need to leave every familiar close relationships in order to cleave to a husband a wife okay so any friendship mm. that doesn't allow you to cleave totally then that friendship becomes a problem it doesn't matter whether it's a platonic between a man and a woman wow I mean let me tell you it can be even ex- that extreme okay okay you can be so in inverted commas you can be so in love with a car or with a pet a dog a, a cat mm that it affects your relationship with your spouse. spouse. Yeah, you you know, you can be so in love with the ministry, it can affect your relationship. So, but of course, that's very, ex- that's, we are talking about not human, right? Yeah. Any relationship, you, you can be so taken in by a man of God, a woman of God, a cell group leader, a pastor, mm. that it affects your own relationship with your husband, your wife. With that, the, Corollary is that, therefore, the re- your marriage relationship is sacrosanct. Nothing must come between you and your spouse. Okay. So from that from that place, you work backwards. So maybe in a relationship, 
it doesn't matter how you define your, your whether it's platonic or not. If your husband or your wife is uncomfortable mm. and is bringing friction into your marriage, mm. then I think you got to consider whether is that a relationship worth pursuing. Okay. Assuming your partner is not overly possessive or unreasonable. Okay. But within the realm of righteousness, within the realm of being reasonable. Okay. If your spouse is uncomfortable in say your relationship with your secretary mm. or your relationship with another person of the opposite gender, mm. you got to reconsider. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Pastor, I know you're treading very carefully on this in terms of married couples. What what if it's just among young people? That means like a guy and a girl are just so close, but basically it's just platonic. Is it possible? If you're not married, what else do you expect? <laughs> you expect them to have sex. <laughs> oh, that's a given that's that's a given question, isn't it? Okay, so if the person is let's say attached, a guy and a girl are attached already, but then the guy's best friend is a is another girl. I think your husband or wife should be your best friend. So why is that person that you are not attached to your best friend? It can be because they they were in a school team together. You know, they grew up all the years together. You know, just not physically attracted to that person. Just not yes. So in that sense, so you you so basically you split. That yes. means my physical attraction. So you marry your wife or your husband eventually, just for physical satisfaction. How would that sound? <laughs> but all your emotional. Closest intimacy is with someone else. Every successful marriage must rest on three things. Three things. Number one, there must be intimacy. Number two, there got to be passion. And number three, commitment. Wow. Yeah. So so so, so if you split your passion and your intimacy, it's gonna be a problem. Your marriage is not gonna work. I mean, you can stay married, but you know, it's not really, really marriage at its best. Wow, very important. Okay, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm still trying to sink it all in, you know. Okay, okay. Intimacy, passion, and commitment. Mm. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. <laughs> so thank you so much for answering this question. Was it was it a very hot seat? Actually, it's not a hot seat question, but okay. I can understand. I can understand because I do know of many friends, even church friends, that still uh, once a year go out with an old flame to catch up. But no sex. Uh, yeah. But, but just, you know. And uh, and the, the husband and the wife is fine with it. So they go out for a, a date. And I've seen so many over the years. Even in church? Yeah, even in church. Not too many. Yeah. But every once in a while, you bump into people like that. What well, and, and their best friend, their confidant, is not their spouse. But I can tell you, invariably, if I make an observation most of the time you can feel a little distance between the married couples hmm. Hmm. now the pauses for me are just a little bit longer and a bit awkward. okay pastor uh, <laughs> thank you for answering this question yeah and uh, well just remember the three things passion intimacy commitment right I want to leave you today with the most important scripture on marriage is taken from Genesis chapter 2 and verse 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, 
and they shall become one flesh. So remember, you got to leave in order to cleave. God bless. I hope you enjoyed the show so far. If you have a question or a burning topic that you wish to suggest on the show, please feel free to write to me. Connect at cityradio.sg. Don't be a stranger. Now, the last and final part to this series is about using dating apps. Now, whatever's your fancy, okay? Tinder, Coffee Meets Bagel, Bumble, etc. Okay, the list goes on. The question that is asked on the show, is it wrong or considered of lesser faith? if you use the dating app to help seek your other half. Now wait, what? (laughs) Is it? Do you know? Well, you gotta listen to find out. Hi Bern, good to be on the show again. Like burst of energy. <laughs> I chose this. Uh, I, I shifted a bit, you know, the, the emails, and and somebody wrote to me asking with this headline: dating apps. Dating apps. Yeah, dating apps. I'm, okay. I'm sure you've heard of it. Of course, dating apps, right? Yes, of course. So somebody wrote to me: connect. I wonder how many of our cell group leaders are on it. Now that is a hot seat question. <laughs> we got to interview some of them. That's a very hot seat question, guys. Swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> Danger, danger. Okay, Pastor, somebody wrote to us, connect at cdradio.sg, says, Hi, Bernard. Firstly, I would like to thank both you and Pastor for doing this every week. Yes, we have been doing it for a long time, Pastor. I really appreciate it and it has blessed us so much. It's really a, a great avenue for us to get Pastor's take on different issues in the church. I recently have been open to using dating apps to find a partner and I have been sharing it with my Christian colleagues and friends. I realised... Some of them think that it's wrong and are not comfortable using it. I would like to ask, is it wrong or considered to be of lesser faith? Should you consider the dating app as a tool to get to know your potential half? That's a question. Why is there a stigma on it? Second question, haha. <laughs> Another question would be that How do we, as girls, deem a guy to be spiritually more mature to lead us? Which is completely not relevant with the topic, but (laughs) I realise that spiritual guys are hard to find. Thank you once again for answering my question. Regards, I would like to remain anonymous. So, Pastor, you definitely know that this is a lady that wrote in to us. And uh, I think we'll leave the last question. We'll answer the first two. So, Pastor, is it considered lesser of lesser faith? in a way, to get to know your, your other half? No, I mean, this is the same as <laughs> as many of the... You're laughing because you you know I have a standard answer to this. Sure, whatever that's not of faith okay. is sin. Yeah. That means you, you... Whatever that you do, that you feel that this is how the Holy Spirit is leading you, you just go with the flow. As long as it's not against scriptural principle, as long as is is not one of those things explicitly forbidden by, uh, in the Bible. Mm. If you feel good about it, the peace of God is reigning in your heart. Then mm. just go with the flow, regardless of how other people would, would feel it or deem it. Yep. Now, I don't think there's a stigma against online internet dating. I think they are just concerned that is it too dangerous you know to to connect with people on social media and you know that there are a lot of horror stories out there mm. but you sound like you're not a young girl you sound like you are of a certain 
age of experience and maturity in life. Mm. So I, I, I pray and trust that you have the wisdom to differentiate the wheat from the tares. That means you, you, you know how to not put yourself in a dangerous situation. Mm. You know, it's, it's just like when Uber app first came out, people all worried, oh, how can you hail a taxi? Especially one that is not from a real taxi company True. to to help you to commute from place to place. Mm. But after a while, I mean, today everyone's using Uber. Yeah, and I know for a fact that in many Western countries, uh, internet dating is a standard way to go for for many many wow. people, including Christians. And there are Christian apps around. Yes, there are. So first thing I want want to advise you is go Christian apps. Yes. Okay, because you already. Uh, reduce the risk of first of all dating non-Christians or dangerous people by half already okay yes yeah it may not be directly a stigma it may more be a, a worry over your safety okay so pastor if uh, let me put it in a in a more personal context then. Let, let, me t- let me give an, ex- an example yeah I was gonna ask for it yeah we have a, a staff in our church that fell in love got married and are happily married because of pen paling with someone whom she has never met. True story, Pastor. True story. One of our staff. And both she and her husband today, she's of course on full-time, as a full-time worker, husband one of the key leaders in our church. Mm. But they have never met. So after coming to SOT, and they basically started writing letters. And they have never dated. And over a period of a few years, they fell in love by writing letters. Send writing emails. Okay. Okay. If you that that's a form of In that sense, uh, uh dating uh via social media. Social media, in that sense. Yeah. But a more a more uh, uh traditional way in that sense. Not so like, you know, all the all the flash, the the apps make it so easy for you and basically, you know, I mean the only difference was that it was not from the dating app, mm. but they really didn't know each other. Wow. Yeah, and it was kind of like co-emailing. What? And they fell in love. And they happily married. And both serving actively in church. What a story. <laughs> Amazing story, right? What a story. I've never heard this story. Because been, I never shared this story. I've been, a, I've been a star for so long. I've never heard... That is amazing. We have a lot of stuff. That's true. That's true. We, and we have a lot of stuff among the stuff. <laughs> yeah, a little slow today, Let me brother. Think, think that for okay. a while, Pastor. Okay, okay. Yeah. so Pastor, I think, uh, uh, I think on a, on a bigger on a bigger topic, she says that how do we as girls deem a guy to be spiritually more mature to lead us? This is a huge question. Actually, it's I, an I, episode in itself. I, I, I think you got to date the person for a season. So I knew that was coming. Brother. Yeah, and you got to see does he exemplify leadership quality first in life. And leadership quality spiritually. If, if for example, the person doesn't like spiritual things the way you do, mm. you know, he when you go through a difficult time, the first thing is he's gonna slump into depression. You're the one that's gonna lift him up. Mm. Wherever you're, you're on a, you're at a crossroad, and he will not be turning to Jesus in prayer. Mm. Instead, he's seeking advice left, right, and center from non-godly sources. Mm. You know that he's not gonna be a spiritual leader. Mm. So you got to go through a short season. And then you got to pray to God. God, is this the right guy for me? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I do want to deal with the last question. Although you say that 
you feel that you're not going to deal with that. What what if all the spiritual guys seems to be taken? What yeah. should you do? Uh, in fact, um, if you remember last week's sermon, I I I think I'm I mentioned that in my sermon. The Bible say you seek first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. And everything that you need, all these things will be added to you. Mm. You mustn't feel that God is going to shortchange you when you serve Him, when you love Him. You want a godly guy, so you seek God and His righteousness. To seek means to focus. Mm. So while you're focusing on God's kingdom, but you focus on His righteousness, you focus on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That He is your righteousness. You are made right with God, and you have a right to actually ask the Lord.、Mm. I want to be happily married. I want a spiritually godly guy. God, I don't know how. I don't know when, but I focus on my right as your child that you have someone prepared for me. Wow! So you focus on that by faith. You are the righteousness of God in Christ by faith. You're going to reign in life. So how are you going to reign in life when a simple request like this、uh, we cannot have faith for? Wow! So believe. And pray and believe God, and believe that a right man is there waiting for you. Amen, and amen. Well, Pastor, I, I on, a, on a passing note, I do feel that、uh, spirituality can't be found in a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't have that filter. You you can't have the filter, <laughs> but there could be spiritual guys. I'm sure there as well. I'm sure. I want to leave you today with Matthew six thirty three. It says, "But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness." So focus on the kingdom of God, focus on the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and all these things will be given to you as well. Everything you need will be added to you. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us. Connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cityradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At PS Kong Hee. At PS Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.